I am the writer, director, producer of Swipe NYC, and my name is Sue Zarko Kramer. And my name is Lisa Edelstein, and I am starring in Swipe NYC. So tell us about your film. My film, people are calling it a featurette because it's a 30-minute short, but feels more like a feature. It is an autobiographical tale of my own, that it's my most vulnerable story that I've ever told about turning 50, getting divorced, being left by my husband, becoming a single mom, and diving into the digital dating world. And so I decided to write a story of how I put the pieces back together of my life, and every date became basically another broken piece that ultimately became whole, and I put myself back together. I wanted to relate to audiences or, or have them relate to the film to know that there are women in their 50s who are really exploring their sexuality and coming into themselves and that the best is yet to come. And when I thought about who I'd love to play me, basically, or one of my favorite actresses is Lisa Edelstein. And it's been an absolute, really the joy of my entire career making this film and working with Lisa and my entire crew and cast. And Lisa, what was your inspiration for doing this script? I love good material. I was really excited about the material. And then as soon as I met Sue, I was like, oh, I know this person. I mean, we sort of grew up very nearby each other. We have very similar backgrounds. So it was really exciting to sort of take her on uh, and tell the story. I just love doing my job. So if it's good material, it's exciting. And what would you like to accomplish with this film? Uh, film circuit-wise, we just won Beverly Hills Film Festival. We won the best film. We just won Portland. We won the best film. And we're, we're going into the film circuit of film festivals. So that's just a joy, just to be in this community. I grew up around here going to Wellfleet every summer of my life. So I'm a local girl. Even though I live in Brooklyn, I live between Wellfleet and here. Um, but in terms of accomplishing Everybody has been asking for more. Every time they see the film, they want more. So we're pitching it as a television series with Miss Lisa Edelstein as the lead. How absolutely perfect. So what's your spin on what's happening with the uh, Writers Guild strike? My spin, my feelings about the Writers Guild strike is that I'm a very proud member of the Writers Guild and the Directors Guild. But in terms of being a writer, which is the title I pride myself most with, this is the most important strike that has ever happened in the history of the Guild. We are fighting for not only the people that are working now, we are fighting for the future of writers and for writers to exist so that we don't get replaced by AI, so that we are paid a proper wage, so that we are paid residuals that are due. But there's so much at stake. I know a lot of people aren't working. I'm not working right now. We're not getting paid. It's hard on everybody from the top down affecting everyone, but it's a strike worth doing. And so I'm very passionate about it. And I'll be on the picket lines when I'm not here in P-Town. I'm on the picket lines and it's an important one to be had. My grandfather was the head of May Day in New York for 50 years. So as a labor union activist, grandchild, I have that in my blood. It's important. It's really important. And Lisa, do you have anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I'm in all the guilds. I'm in the WGA, the DGA, SAG, SAG-AFTRA. And being a proud union member, the importance of unions is uh, I want to shout it from the hills. We have to support people coming up and we need to have a livable wage. And for whatever reason, our industry has 
with new technology taken away all the ways that creative artists making money. So the people that are entering this business cannot make a livable wage. There's no such thing as a middle-class actor anymore or a middle-class writer. You're either, you either have a great savings account or you have nothing. Somebody is making money in this industry. It's just not the artists. Um, unless they're very famous and they become a part owners of the projects themselves. So I'm really eager to stand with all the unions uh, and fight this fight. It's really important. With LGBTQ youth already four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual peers after facing bullying incidents, what advice would you have for these kids, especially in these challenging times? I started coming up here when I was nine years old. My sister is six years older than me, and I have another sister in between who lives here in Provincetown who is gay and was ashamed and frightened to come out. And even walking around Provincetown, seeing everybody, thinking, it's okay, there are couples here, I could do this one day. She was terrified, and she came out very late. And then I made a film called Grey Matters, which is an LBGTQ festival, darling, came out worldwide with Heather Graham and Bridget Moynihan and Sissy Spacek and a bunch of others. That film, when it came out in 2007, I was very criticized that Heather Graham could not possibly be gay. And she's the leading lady in the film. And only later, when it came out now on Amazon Prime, am I getting letters from people and fans, young, saying, thank you. Thank you for representing me. That we don't all look a certain way. That we can look like Heather Graham. We can look like any which color, shape, size. And thank you for making a commercial comedy that was, at the time it came out, was critiqued as too commercial because it had a gay theme. God forbid we make a gay film that had like such a commercial essence to it. And so for me, I want to say in terms of the youth, that if you are in a community where you are being ostracized and bullied, you might need to get out of that community and you might need to come to the communities that embrace you the New York cities, the province towns, wherever that is in the world, there are communities that will embrace you. There are centers that will embrace you. There are hotlines that will embrace you and will give you the warmth and the support and the absolute tools to get through this. So if you're living in some town in Mississippi or wherever you are that you are not heard, know that there are communities that will hear you. Do you have a favorite quote or mantra to get you through difficult times? I have two. One is never take no for an answer. And the other is the best is yet to come. So that when times are rough, and trust me, in my career, there have been times that it's been really rough. I meditate on there's so much more to come tomorrow, next year, five years from now. I'm a perfect example of this is probably going to be the most prolific, successful time in my career. And I've at this for a very long time, working at it and selling things for a very long time. And I think that perseverance is our best friend. Richard Schiff, and I'm in the film Swiped NYC. And how did you get involved with this film? Um, under threat of physical violence, Sue Kramer uh, uh, told me to do this film. And uh, she's very strong. Sue and I are old friends. Uh, youngish old friends and um, whenever she's got a script and there's a role that I can remotely be right for she sends it to me um, and in this case 
she sent it to me and, and the film was imminent and um, I read it in what, an hour? And called her back and said, you know, of course I'd do this. I would probably do it anyway because uh, I love her so much, uh, but this was actually a script that I loved and a part that I thought was a lot of fun. So it made it easier to make the phone call to say yes. What would you like to accomplish with this film? You know, in any project you do that has a personal element to it, and that story has an inherent truth to its telling, then people will react to it and relate to it and experience things that they have experienced themselves, and maybe some element of, of their lives will be illuminated for them that maybe they haven't seen it in that perspective before. Whenever we experience through art something that makes us empathize, it's illuminating. Of all the films that have changed my life, it's not necessarily the ones you'd expect. You know, for me it was Raging Bull. For it, it illuminated what jealousy really does to uh, how it destroys, you know what I mean? So um, the brutality of being single, which is such a beautiful scene towards the end of the movie with um, Richard Radusky, um and Lisa, uh, was so touching because you experienced through them how lonely and how brutal uh, being single is, and particularly in Brooklyn or in any big city. And yet the main character, Lisa, is able to elevate kind of out of that sadness. And so there's a lot of hope involved because she's rediscovering herself through the journey, the seven levels of hell relative to the single world, you know. You come out of it stronger. That's how you become a hero in your own life, is by going deep and dark and coming out with some hope. In a very interesting way, this movie does that with a lot of humor. What would you like to accomplish with your work? I have the opportunity maybe soon to go back to in theater, which is a, a tough road because, it, you know, I put everything into my work and I'm not a natural, hey, look at me kind of person. So I have to dig very deep to, to fill up enough so that I have to go out on stage. But it's a, quite an extraordinary experience for me. And um, it's my Mount Everest, you know. So I uh, probably want to go back and do that. But as far as accomplishing a thing, I don't know that I think that way consciously. I have a feeling there's something that comes from the feet that's very deep in me that I don't articulate in my brain. You know? Well, thank you so much, Richard. This has been a pleasure. Oh, well, thank you. It's been a pleasure on my side as well. Hi, my name is Angela Wong Carbone, and I'm in Swipe. And my name's David Kelsey, and I'm in Swipe. So, how did you get involved with this film? Well, Aaron, our casting director, um, I had worked with him on a few other things, and he brought the project to me um, directly. And it seemed like so much fun. It had an amazing ensemble cast, and Sue is amazing. She's a lovely person. So I signed right up. Sue and I have been friends for a long time. And I had just come off two short films with some up-and-coming filmmakers out of NYU and Chapman. And I said, it's time to make something. I said, something that we can shoot in two days. And then she hands me a 30-page script. And I said, we can't shoot this in, in two days. And she said, yes, but I have... Richard Schiff is going to play this role, and I have Bridget Moynihan playing a role, and i got to show you who I think I can get for Sid. Okay, that's great, but it's still not going to be shot in two days. And then 
Bridget Moynihan jumped on as a producing partner with me, and we had other producers, Cheryl Bear as well, and Heather Setterquist, but it really was a, an affair that everybody jumped onto and just said yes. What would you like to see happen with this film? I think in the format that it's in right now, first of all, it's based on Sue's dating life after her divorce, and it really lends itself to something that a lot of people can relate to. And uh, the way we shot it, we condensed a lot of dates uh, in it, but there's so much more to Sid's life. And so we're in the process of developing it as a television series, uh, a streamer series, of course, uh, that we can really explore her life and all these lives in a way, you know, a cutting edge way that you could do now on streaming, which is nice. What's your spin on the writer's strike? Well, I think it's necessary, absolutely. And uh, it's one of the reasons why we're not out pitching the show to support the writers as well as um, there's a momentum thing that happens. But, you know, it's, it's important. You know, the streaming service, it's a new platform. And when those contracts were done originally, they weren't done with what's in mind. And now it's some of the best thing that we see on television. And so it's important. It's important for the artists and the people that are creating the content, the writers, the actors, the music. Uh, everything that's involved. I mean, this is content that really lives, that people can access 24-7. They can watch as much as they want, and they're getting a deal. And Angela, how did you get involved with this film? Well, really, it was just a bunch of conversations between Sue and I, um, facilitated by Aaron, who is so lovely. Um, he works on other shows like Severance, and so... And I had worked on a pilot that he had cast um, before this, so... I was very excited to look at the material. It was brought to me through my management, who is really great. And just getting a feel for the material and what Sue wanted to do and her vision, um, it's a very personal project to her, which is always appealing to me. I try to seek out projects in the independent film market because I love working with other artists in an intimate way and working on a vision together from the ground up. So that was really appealing to me. And when all those pieces came together and the cast started to come together, I, it was an obvious choice for me to be involved. And what would you like to accomplish with your work? I mean, I think the goal always is to, you know, bring a humanity to the role, um, bring something relatable and tell stories that don't often get told. You know, I, I think... In a lot of my work, I'm trying to represent an underrepresented um, narrative and really bring something interesting and unique to that and relatable. I mean, everything I do, I try to accomplish a connection, right, that I think people seek out when they go to see a film. And this is certainly something that was interesting to me because of, you know, female friendship and Sid, her character, going out and taking risks, um, especially uh, at her age and things like that, is something that you don't often see that is portrayed in a way that is, you know, fun and exciting. And I really love the narrative, and I'm just hoping to get more eyes on that and have people connect to it and relate to it. And do you have a favorite quote or mantra to get you through difficult times? I, this might be very cliche, but I think it's just to try to be in the present, like be here now, you know, and, and be connecting to everything around you. I like to do like um, five things that you can see, five things that you can, four things that you can hear, three things that you can touch, and just like really soak in the present moment because we're living so much of our life 
you know, especially in filmmaking too, it's like everything is ahead of time, a lot of planning and thinking about the career way out there. And I think the most important thing for an actor especially is to be in the present and be connected and really notice and live in the moment. So that's how I try to recenter myself. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.